kitchen somewhere the cats who knows where the fuck the cats are no one cares about cats i got a story about cats later maybe i'll remember to tell it <laughs> but uh today it's a uh, monday the 13th of december 2021 how was your day was it a good day why is it uh friday the 13th is a bad thing but any other day is it's fine apparently like monday the 13th no one gives a shit let me let me look i didn't wasn't gonna plan on talking about this shit but you know me i just say dumb shit and i'm like oh what the fuck so why is friday the 13th bad i guess bad luck now let's see the superstitions Seems to relate to the various things like the story of Jesus' Last Supper and crucifixion, crucifixion? in which there are 13 individuals present in the upper room da, 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 of Nissan Monday Thursday, the night before his death on Good Friday. Yeah, it, that's dumb. That's dumb. <laughs> I don't believe it. Jesus Christ, I don't believe that shit. It's all a lot of mumbo jumbo hocus pocus by focus. Fuck that shit. <laughs> but how was your day? Was it a good day? Was it a good Monday? Hopefully. Uh, if you guys are new to the podcast, I highly doubt anyone listening is new. But if you are, I'm Stu McAllister. I'm your host. Uh, I used to tell jokes for a living. I used to do social work for a living. Now uh, I do a lot of random bullshit. <laughs> random bullshit trying to get my life together. And I'm failing spectacularly at it, everybody. Failing spectacularly. Ah, uh, But you do what you do. And you try to get through it. Talked about uh, a story this weekend on the Patreon about... Uh, <laughs> Someone who's making some bad choices, I guess. So, uh, so make good choices, everybody. Uh, set your set set boundaries for yourself. Uh, use good coping skills. Surround yourself with a uh, good support system, and and you'll be fine. I realize that the holidays are not the easiest for a lot of people. Uh, winter can affect people. The darkness, the coldness. It's all, it's all a lot of shit. So uh, today uh, was another day of dipping dots for me. Got into work at 6. Start relatively early. They'd used my van uh, to go to Detroit to do a convention or an event of some kind. They were there all weekend. They had a shit ton of bulk product. And uh, you know, I loaded up the van for them. And apparently... I don't, I don't know if they see that as a sign of weakness <laughs> or they see it as, oh, let's take advantage of this shit. But this morning, the van was still full of their shit. And I'm like, 
You guys take care of your shit. This is not my shit. I shouldn't be responsible for your shit. But now that I gotta go do my shit, I gotta take care of your shit because your shit's where my shit should be. Shit. <laughs> so when I got into work, it took me a good 40, 45 minutes to get all their shit out of my fucking van and put my shit back in the van, but whatever. Whatever. And uh, so I, I, I can't lie, I was a little pissed this morning at my coworkers. Just not not following through with their shit. So uh, I'm on my way. It's all schools. I go to my first school in Ann Arbor, Michigan. You guys ever been to Ann Arbor? Hoity-toity, fucking shitbag fucking town. Fuck Ann Arbor. I'll say it to Ann Arbor mayor's face. <laughs> I had to go to the high school. They uh, they made an order. They're like, oh my God, we need dots. I'm like, okay, I'm on my way. And I get there and uh, these dumb fucks don't have the freezer plugged in. <laughs> Fucking idiots. If they had plugged it in on Friday for the weekend, if I, even if they had plugged it in today, first thing in the morning, these dumb fucking cunts, <laughs> these stupid high school Ann Arbor fucks. Hey, the, uh, the tag of this podcast is constant swearing occasionally funny. <laughs> In case you are new to this podcast. So I'm like, ah, you fucking idiot. So I got to, I plug it in. I tell them like, listen, I'm going to keep the product in the boxes. In the boxes. So it keeps things colder. I, I, for whatever reason, I had a chunk of dry ice I threw in there for them to keep things cold. But I'm just looking at these fucking idiots. They're high schoolers. How do you dick fucking bags not know that ice cream needs to be refrigerated? <laughs> it needs to be put in the freezer. Ugh. So I go to the next high school. I get there, Walled Lake, wherever the fuck Walled Lake is, I get there. I've been there many, many times old hat i get there i ring the doorbell because there are all these security doors now nobody's getting in nobody's getting into a school without uh, this fucking ring doorbell eyeballing you you remember uh return of the jedi when luke skywalker goes to jabba the hutt's fortress and he rings the doorbell and this fucking mechanical eye pops out of the wall. <laughs> I keep waiting for shit like that to happen to me at these schools, but I'm ringing the doorbell. Nobody's answering and I can look in, I can see the main office and the main office is dark. The lights are off. The doors are closed. There's nobody fucking home. I'm looking at the parking lot and there are cars in the parking lot, but it's clearly light. Like, there are a lot less people in this building than you would think. And uh, so I'm like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. So I call the main office and, you know, I just get a voicemail. I'm like, what the hell? I have the number for the teacher. So I call the teacher and I just get her voicemail. I'm like, hey, uh, this is Stu from Dippin' Dots. I'm here, but there's nobody at the door. I don't know what the fuck's going on. So uh, I, I drove around the school because sometimes 
you'll see like a janitor, somebody, someone that you can trick into letting you in the building. But uh, I didn't see anybody. So I call my boss, I tell him, and I'm like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. I'm not waiting around anymore. I don't know what's going on with these idiots. So I leave. And probably a good 20 minutes later, the teacher calls and she goes, Steve? <laughs> I'm like, God damn it. Like, I said, Steve, hey, this is Steve from Dippin' Dots. I don't know my own fucking name. People are unable to process my name. They can't do it. They do not believe that there is a human being out there whose name is Stu. They just don't fucking get it. But she's like, Steve, this is uh, the teacher over at Wald Lake. Uh, yeah, we got, we were in training. We're having training. And I'm like, well, that's good. I'm not coming back, bitch. <laughs> I will get to you whenever I get to you. Because I'm like, I am not going back. I got onward and forward is, is the goal, everybody. It's, uh, you why didn't you fucking let people know that you were at a training and uh, you didn't know shit about shit? If I had known that, then I would have called you sooner on my way there. And I was like, hey, I'm going to be there at like 9.45 or whatever the fuck I was there. And you can come open the door for me because apparently you're in training. But, uh, and also the fact that she called me Steve made me not want to go back. Do you, does that happen to any of you? Did you have a name that people either can't comprehend or they just hear something else all the time? It happens all the time. Like, I don't know, maybe your name's Tom and people hear Todd or something like that. Uh, it happens all the time that people call me Steve. Never, never Stu, always Steve. Whatever. What Do you think people with the name of Steve get stew no they fucking don't <laughs> so i go on to the last school it's a school i had to go to last week to make sure they even want to sell dots like yeah hey, we want to sell dots new teacher all that shit plugged in the freezer last week so i knew it would be on i get there give them their product she's fucking happy as a pig and shit so we're good to go oh everybody's happy 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 so good to go i get back to the warehouse fill up my van and I get the fuck out of there. It was eight hour day. That's, I'd love to have more, but eight hours, eight is enough. Eight is enough, everybody. You put it's, you put in your time and you get the fuck out. During the day, you guys all know, well, maybe you don't know, but I have a little store and I call it a store because I don't know what else to call it. On Macari. Macari is one of these, uh, resale shops kind of like facebook marketplace or ebay that kind of shit and uh i got stuff for sale up there mostly sports jerseys getting into sports jerseys over the last couple months i like it i i, I find them and then i try to flip them am i making a lot of money no i'm not making a lot of money but i i'm enjoying the process i'm enjoying the hunt i don't mind necessarily the the bartering with people because you can barter uh, and haggle on Macari, but I keep getting a lot of fucking idiots. I had a lady last night, she wanted to buy a jersey for her kid. It was a kid-sized jersey. Brian Erlacher, Chicago Bears legend. 
I got a couple of them uh, his up there for kids, and she wanted one. I'm like, all right. They were selling them for 10 bucks or something, right? Decent price. I sell it. She's like, I'll give you a nine. All right, whatever. Nine bucks. Uh, so I hit confirm on it, and then there's a problem on her end with her credit card, I guess, because it says right there, there's a problem with this lady's payment. And so I message her, and I'm like, hey, there's a problem with your credit card. And she immediately does not get a hold of me. And I haven't heard from her. It's been easily 12 hours. Uh, I guess she's not going to buy it. I get another guy asking me about a fucking uh, a, a basketball jersey I got for sale. He's like, is this still available? And I'm going to let you guys all know something right here. Um, if you're on Macari and you see something listed, it's for fucking sale. If it was sold, it would say it was sold on the listing. So you don't need to ask anybody if it's still available because it is fucking available if there is a no sold sign on it. So Jesus Christ, this guy is like, ah, so is it still available? I'm like, yes, it is. And he's like, why is it still available? I really, I wanted to write some real smart Alex shit back to him. I, I bit my tongue though, and I just wrote back, because nobody's bought it? I, like, how am I supposed to respond to that? I, what is he asking me? Is he asking me if there's something defective with it? And that's why nobody's bought it? I, I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know. I had problems over the weekend with the sale that I had. I sold this uh, sweatshirt on Macari. Cowboys, Dallas Cowboys sweatshirt, hoodie. Super nice. Uh, nice uh, star logo on the front, front pocket. It had like uh, Velcro patches on the front. It had a, a flag th patch on the side. It was very nice. Olive green, so clearly it was like military, uh, embracing the military type shit. You know how the NFL and the military are in cahoots with each other. So I had it. I sold it to a guy for 50 bucks. I mailed it to him. I was like, enjoy. You'll like it. It's a brand new jersey. Came, it still had all the tags. Never been worn. It was a great fucking sweatshirt. If it was a Buffalo Bill sweatshirt, I would have kept it for myself. So, but this weekend, I get a, a message from a car saying this guy wants to return it. And they're going to look into why he wants to return it. And, uh, you know, looking at all the things like how he could return it. Because I'm thinking like, <clears throat> all right, this guy, it's an extra large. And I'm like going, okay, this guy's a, a, a fat fuck. He's, he's fatter than he thought. And an extra large wouldn't fit. And so he wants to return it because it doesn't fit him. And, but apparently size is not a reason that you can return something. So, you know, kind of buyer beware. And I'm very good about listing shit. I take like six, seven, eight pictures of it, depending upon the details. And then I just tell you what it is. This is the size. This is what it is. Uh, it's in good shape. It's not in good shape, whatever. So I'm like, I'm, I'm baffled as to what this, this, the, he's returning it. Like how, how he can return this thing. So I get a message late last night, like two in the morning going, they found that he can return it. And they're saying that they believe that the, the sweatshirt is a counterfeit. Now, 
I don't know, everybody. I, I bought this thing in a lot of stuff. It came to me. I eyeball, uh, I eyeballed it. It looked legitimate to me. It looked like a Nike sweatshirt. Like I said, it's got all the tags. It's clearly new. Clearly nobody wore it. If it is a counterfeit, they did a really good job with it. Whoever in China or wherever the fuck it came from, Madagascar, Sri Lanka, Thailand, I don't know. It, uh, it, it's a super good job. So here, but here's the thing. I don't necessarily want to sell somebody something counterfeit. Like that's not what I'm about. I thought it was legitimate. So I want to know how they know that it's counterfeit. How do you spot a counterfeit item, right? Like I know like you go to buy a, a Rolex for 30 bucks and instead of saying Rolex, it says Rodex or some shit. Like, I get it. There's always going to be little things, but I don't know, on a sweatshirt? I don't know. I had a friend, I was telling her the story, and she's like, you know what? The guy ended up paying 30 bucks for it because he had a $20 coupon, so he paid $30 for the sweatshirt. She's like, $30 for a new sweatshirt is reason enough to fucking keep it. Like, it wasn't like he paid $100 for it. He paid 30 bucks for it. I'm like, I know. But here's the thing, everybody. Macari was like, do you want him to return it? Like, they're asking me the question. Yeah. Why, why would I not want him to return it? It's mine. If he is getting his money back, I don't have the money. Why should he also get the sweatshirt? Why is that a thing? It should be an expectation of, I'm not giving this fucker a gift. And I 100% I, I believe that when I get this thing back, it is not going to be in the shape that I gave it to him. The tags will have been removed. Uh, the guy wiped his ass with it. It's good. There's going to be something wrong with it. It won't be in the shape that I sent it to him in. And that just kind of irks me, everybody. It irks me in, in so many ways. Like, first, they're saying that it's counterfeit. And I don't, I don't know if I, again... I don't know how this is counterfeit. And two, do you do you want him to keep? No, I don't want him to keep it. Send it back to me. Then I'll decide. I'll fucking. I know somebody is a Cowboys fan. I'd rather give it to him for free than let that fuck keep it. Just weird. Just weird shit. I'm just trying to have fun. <laughs> I'm just trying to have fun and make a little bit of extra money. God damn! Everybody's got the side gig. Whether you fucking Uber in or a whatever, ship shopper. I saw that lunatic ship shopper today. I've talked about him on the podcast, more than likely the Patreon, but there's a guy who does ship shopping at the Meyer uh, grocery store that I shop at. And they apparently he does so well, he makes six figures from just doing ship shopping. That uh, they did a little story on him and some like, I don't know if it was the Detroit Free Press or what. But this fucking asshole also wears costumes. And today he was wearing like these weird fucking furry leg warmer kind of things. They're the kind of things you'd see like a go-go dancer wear. Not a male go-go dancer, but like a female go-go dancer. And he's always just wearing weird shit to make himself stand out. And what I know it probably it's endearing to a lot of people, but to me it's like I want to fight this guy in the parking lot. That's what it is. 
And he's one of these dudes, too, who clearly he, he loves the attention. It's all about him. He gets in your way. Fuck the right off. Ugh. Does it make me a dick? Absolutely it does. But I still don't care for the dude. I will admit it. <laughs> I will admit that I'm an asshole. And I want to beat that dude's ass. But whatever. It's not going to happen. Uh, so I, uh, I've paid, I'm paying off my medical bills. <laughs> I have paid off my, uh, ambulance ride, my 15 minute ambulance ride. It was, uh, $700 and, uh, well, 700 whatever. And my insurance covered like 150. So I owed like 500 plus for it. Paid that off. Jesus Christ. And uh, I now have to look at the actual hospital bill. I'm going to look into the monthly payment plan because it was a lot of money. Uh, you would have had a very nice vacation, week-long vacation that you could have stayed in a very nice hotel. Uh, you, or you could have gone on like a week cruise with airfare included for what the fuck I paid to stay in a hospital overnight one night. And they didn't do shit to me. Again, it just irks me. There's a lot of problems with the healthcare system in this country. I have insurance too, everybody. I just, it's amazing to me. It's amazing. So I, and like I said, they didn't do shit to me when I went in like a month ago. It was, uh, if I could, they just pump my arm with fucking uh, blood thinner shit, two IVs. Uh, they check my vitals every two hours, it seems, and then they just discharge me. The initial CAT scan to, to see the blood clots when I came in, and then that was fucking it. God damn. So uh, if you guys could be so inclined to uh, subscribe to my Patreon and help me pay for my medical bills, <laughs> that would be great. It's just five bucks a month. What is it, Stu? What do we get for our $5 a month? You get this shit. You just get more of this shit. So if you enjoy this shit, you'll enjoy that shit. It's just a lot of shit. No nudity. It's not an OnlyFans. Can you are can you do an OnlyFans that isn't like nudity or something sexual of nature? Are there just like podcasts specifically done on OnlyFans, because they know OnlyFans is just a paywall, no different than uh, Patreon. But uh, it, it clearly it's known more for uh, girls shaking their boobs in your face or whatever. Just curious if there was like more uh, non-sexual options available on OnlyFans. I don't think they allow you to do have nudity on, on Patreon, maybe. I don't know. I don't know any of this shit. I got myself a nice N.A. beer from uh, Wellbeing Brewing. Apparently all they do is make non-alcoholic brew. I'm trying this Hellraiser Dark Amber. And uh, it's not bad. They're, it's made in... Uh, St. Louis and Virginia Beach. I don't know why there's the two separate breweries, but there you go. So if you like an NA beer, well-being is pretty good. What makes a good NA beer to me is, is if there's any kind of flavor at all. Shockingly, 
all NA beers are relatively bland. There ain't much going on. So if it's got any kind of weird taste to it that uh, separates itself from the other shit, then you're like, oh, okay, this is all right. And again, can I drink an NA beer in my car, everybody? Because it does, it's got 0.5% alcohol. If I got pulled over by a cop drinking an NA beer, would I get busted for an open container? Clearly, I wouldn't be drunk. I'm not driving under the influence, but it would, would it be an open container issue? I'm asking the lawyers. There's a couple lawyers who listen to this horse shit. You guys got to know the answer. I don't fucking know the answer. I'm just curious. Just curious, everybody. I mentioned uh, OnlyFans and ladies shaking their tatas in your face and whatever. Hey, good for you, ladies. If you can make some money, if you can sucker dudes into giving you 10 bucks a month, 8 bucks a month, 20 bucks a month, whatever. Apparently, it seems like they're... Uh, their pricing's a little different than Patreon. Go get your money, ladies. But there is a something going on in Ocean City, Maryland. Ocean City, Maryland is banning women from sunbathing topless. Oh my God. And I guess the uh, this is going all the way to the Supreme Court, potentially. Five women uh, are suing the city and they have petitioned the highest court to uh, look at their case because they want to fucking uh, sunbathe their titties. They, wanna, they want no tan lines on their titties. <laughs> the petitioners are asking the Supreme Court to review the August 4th Federal Appeals Court ruling which determined that Ocean City's law is constitutional, banning women from sunbathing topless. The Supreme Court hears only a sm small percentage of case cases petitioned. This move continues a new chapter in the ongoing debate over what is protecting moral sensibility or violating gender equality in Maryland's largest beach town. In 2017, Ocean City passed a law banning only women from exposing their breasts in public. It came after one of the plaintiffs in the case, Chelsea Eline, contacted Ocean City Police and said it was her right to go topless. Well, good for you, Chelsea. Um, boy, I, you know, I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, clearly I'm like, let the ladies go naked. <laughs> But it's kind of like one of these things, though, uh, everybody. In American society, uh, we're relatively prudish. We've got our uh, morality about nudity. Um, while breasts aren't necessarily like sexual organs, it's not like a hoo-ha or a wing-wang. Uh, there's a certain level of sexuality involved in boobs. I mean, hell, I mean, that's why there are like topless bars that dudes will go and spend a lot of money at, right? And uh, there are a lot of regulations around those things too. So to have people uh, be topless 
at a beach can cause a certain level of like, come on, what the fuck? Think of the children, you know, that kind of thing. I would like to know what uh, Chelsea looks like. Chelsea's probably one of these women who you probably don't want to see her hoo-hahs. <laughs> you don't want to see those jumblies. Now, I know Ron White had a bit about dudes wanting to see all the fucking jumblies. Uh, I, will, I will argue with, against Ron White and go, no, not really. I don't want to see old lady titties or anything like that. I just don't want to. So, America, we are firmly entrenched in boobs as sex. And will that ever change? No, it won't ever change, everybody. We're not going to become like Europe or something like that. Uh, we, we have our uh, Puran, what is it, uh, puritanical Christian, Judeo-Christian beliefs. All that horse shit. It ain't going anywhere. We are uh, entrenched in uh, our moralities around sex in the same way that we are entrenched around our beliefs with guns. We love our motherfucking guns, and we love keeping our titties covered up. It ain't going away. So I, uh, I don't know if this will even get to the Supreme Court. I highly doubt the Supreme Court will be like, yeah, ladies can flash their titties. I've had it, ladies. I've had it. The latest move asked the court to declare that Ocean City's ordinance violates the Equal Protection Clause of the Constitution because the discriminatory gender classification contained in the ordinance does not further an important governmental interest and is not narrowly ta tailored to achieve its objective. Goddamn fucking lawyers. The court document further argues that the ordinance stems from long-standing discriminatory and sexist ideology in which women are viewed as inherently sexual objects without the agency to decide where they, when they are sexual and when they are not. Yeah! <laughs> Titties are inherently sexual. Sorry, ladies. Come, come at me. I'm okay with it. You can disagree with me. I'm okay with it. But uh, do you think, like, if if we did, if we made it, if in America we made it so, like, women can walk around with shirts all the time whenever they wanted, right? Would titty bars go away? Would it become one of those things of, well, I can just go out on the sidewalk. I can go to Walmart. I can... Uh, go to church and see titties. <laughs> hey, Dad, where are you going? I'm going to church, man. They got a new parishioners. Huge knockers. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Would it go away? Do you think there would be all sorts of other problems? I, I just believe there would be all sorts of other shenanigans happening. Because dudes are fucking awful, awful people. And I just see dudes going, well, if women can show their tatas, how come I can't jerk off in public? You know, what's wrong with public masturbation? It's not sexual. I'm just relieving stress and anxiety. <laughs> I can see an asshole lawyer trying to argue that. Oh, my God.
Let me know what you think, everybody. Should we free the Tatas? Free the Tatas! <laughs> ah, or do we keep them covered up? Cover up them Tatas, ladies. Have a little respect. I'm curious. Maybe I'll maybe I'll make that a Twitter poll. Go please go like our Twitter page, Elemental Podcast, and the Facebook page, Elemental Podcast. You'll see it. It's easy enough. Elemental Podcast. Elemental Podcast. Elemental Podcast. Um talking about stress, anxiety. That's why a lot of dudes jerk off. Uh, here are a couple tips, tips on how to, uh, get in some simple exercises, you know, cause you know how you get like that post lunch, uh, sleepiness. You want to take a little siesta, a little siesta it happens to me a lot. Everybody. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. So here I saw this article talking about some simple things that you can do to uh, make life better for yourself. Number one, a stretch. Stretching's good. Stand up, reach for the stars, stretch out your legs, do all that shit. Move your hammies, your quads, move it all. Shut up, commercial. So do all those things. Uh, Next thing, get a standing desk. Standing desks are good. They're all right. Um... It's because they, they, there are all these weird studies about sitting. We shouldn't sit a whole lot. So if you can stand up, I mean, that'll help you. You can like, hell, they got some of these ones on treadmill so that you can walk while you're at your desk. I would think that would be pretty difficult to do. I don't think I can walk and type at the same time. Huh. Many experts advise standing at your workstation about 15 minutes each hour to combat the perils of sitting. Research from the University of Waterloo in Ontario, Canada, suggests you may need to stand more like 30 minutes to see benefits. More than that, you may overdo it. So uh, do some 50-50, everybody. Do some 50-50. And last but not least, uh, they say head outside. Get outside, everybody. There are reams of research showing that being outside is good for us. Even a small dip into nature can reduce anxiety, improve our mood, and stimulate creativity, to name just a few benefits. So, you know, even if it's just a simple thing of getting some sunlight. I know a lot of people can't necessarily do a ton, but if you can just leave your business for a second, take a walk around the parking lot, maybe take a walk around the building, it's probably be a good thing for you. Get rid of that fucking afternoon slizump. Stretch, stand, Get outside. So none of this. You got to do 100 push-ups. Fucking bench press 300 pounds. None of that shit, everybody. Just some very simple things. The older I get, the more I appreciate simple. I like simple. Simple's all right. This is not simple. Um, Minute Maid has issued a recall... Over some of their beverages, you know, they come in the containers, a fruit punch, the lemonade, berry punch, all this shit. Minute Maid owned by Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola! They're recalling it. Why are they recalling it, Stu? 
Are people getting like listeria from it? Is there some sort of uh, f food poisoning that you can get from drinking this shit? Because I'm not going to lie, I actually like Minute Maid. I like the Fruit Punch Minute Maid. It's pretty good shit. But uh, nope. Not that. It says here a limited quantity of refrigerated Minute Maid Berry Punch strawberry lemonade and fruit punch in the 59 ounce cartons why 59 ounces why not 60 why not 55 seems 59 seems a relatively random number they did not meet the company's high quality standards due to the potential presence of foreign matter what what's foreign matter did a fucking rat fall in this shit nope the foreign matter is specifically metal bolts or washers. What? The affected products were distributed to stores in Pennsylvania, New York, Maine, Virginia, Maryland, Connecticut, New Hampshire, and North Carolina. So if you don't live in any of those states, you're probably safe. We took this voluntary action because nothing is more important to us than providing safe, high-quality products to the people who drink our beverages and won't sue us. <laughs> That's what they should say. We took this voluntary action because we don't want anyone to sue our fucking asses. The recall was initiated in November, according to the company, which made headlines last month for buying body armor drinks. Yeah. We were, uh, when I worked for Coke briefly, we were already stocking body armor, so I don't, it seems weird that, that I thought they had already owned body or armor, but whatever. There's a lot of products that Coke reps will uh, stock. Dunkin' Donuts coffee, uh, Monster energy drinks, Rain energy drinks, Powerade, uh, what is it, there's a fucking Peace Tea. All that shit's Coke. Uh, what is it? Is it Dasani water? Dasani water. It's all Coke, everybody. Coke said the recall regarding the affected products in the stores where it had been delivered is nearly complete. The Food and Drug Administration classified the incident as a Class 2 recall, which means the product may cause temporary or medically reversible adverse health consequences. Yeah, you're, you're fucking swallowing a bolt. <laughs> I don't think it'll kill you, but it's not going to be nice to do. How do you think that happened? You think it's their goddamn machines in Atlanta or wherever the fuck they're making this shit are just falling apart? The conveyor belts, eating shit, the stuff that mashes the 1% uh, of fruit that goes into these containers. They're just eating it. Nuts and bolts. Washers and bolts. Warshers. You ever play Warshers? Warshers was like a game that came out before bags became the thing. I actually like Warshers. That was a lot of fun. You know, you take a little, like, I don't know, five-inch washer. And you would just try to throw it in this little box that had holes in it. PVC piping. It was fun to play. I got a set. I haven't played it in forever. It's a lot of fun, though. But it's so good. Check your Minute Maid if you lived in any of those states. Pennsylvania, New York, Maine, Virginia, Maryland, Connecticut, New Hampshire, and North Carolina. North Carolina. 
long-time listeners, long-time listeners, first-time caller, long-time listener, uh, will know that your boy here, uh, I'm, a, I'm a fan of the grapples. I'm a fan of the professional wrestling. And uh, I'm not like a fan necessarily of WWE. I'm not a fan of A, what is it, AEW. Um, I mean, I don't have any problem with them. I just, I don't watch television. Um, and I don't want to necessarily go see one of their shows. There's, it's too big. It's too expensive. I like the more, the smaller independent shows where you're right on top. It's probably going to be a little more aggressive. It's not necessarily family friendly. I, I, I'm not interested in family friendly cartoonish type storylines or characters. Fuck that shit. That shit's for fucking losers. <laughs> I like the shit where they're doing crazy stuff, crazy stunts or whatever. And so Scott, Scott, longtime listener, Scott from Pennsylvania sent this along. And then I stumbled across it on a couple other sites when I was looking for stuff. So I'm like, all right, I got, I got to talk about this shit. There was some, uh, Grapples happening down in Irving, Texas at World Class Pro Wrestling, WCPW. Uh, they were doing their Christmas Star Wars show. And there was a wrestler there who goes by the name Hannibal. He's an independent wrestler, Devon Nicholson. Hannibal is his name. And he's in a match with this wrestler who goes by the name Carlito. And uh, they were grappling, they were wrestling, they were doing their thing. I'll tell you guys right off the bat, I don't know any of these guys. I've never heard of them. A lot of guys are very regional. Like there's some guys up here in Michigan who probably, you know, they're Midwest dudes. They don't necessarily, they're not necessarily bigger. So they don't know who the fuck they are. And Arizona or Florida or whatever. I mean, maybe some travel more than others, but they're probably like this one guy that I like. His name is Hakeem Zane. And I like him a whole lot. And he actually lives in Saginaw, Michigan. And he's basically Michigan and he goes down to St. Louis and he's in Illinois, the Chicago area. He's in a bunch of all different promotions. It doesn't seem like he leaves a whole lot. He is in Impact Wrestling, which is a little bigger wrestling promotion. They got their television shows. So maybe you've heard of him, Hakeem Zane. But I have not heard of these guys. But I don't know what happened. Uh, good old fucking Hannibal went nuts, and apparently he attacked one of the referees. He choked the referee, Lando Del Toro. He choked him until he was unconscious. And then he stabbed him in the head with a metal spike at least 12 times. Now, I'll tell you guys this. There's a lot of this shit that's uh, planned in advance. It's written into the script. This is the storyline of like, okay, there's a lot of improving, I'm sure. But it's all just kind of like, okay, we're going to do this. this. None of this shit was in the story. None of this was in the story. The, the, the fucking referee had to be taken to the hospital because he had a, a tear in his aorta from a, the beating that he was getting and getting stabbed. There was another referee there who just said, yeah, there was shit going wrong from the beginning. This guy fucking Hannibal... 
just seemingly was playing off the script and he wasn't doing shit that he was supposed to do. There was the set the second referee said, I told the cops what I thought. I believe it was absolutely assault. He went way above and beyond working. And working is a, a wrestling term, meaning like they're they're going along with the storyline. There is no safety on his part, and as a rep, the most critical thing I can offer the people I work with is that I will make sure they are safe. And I feel like I completely failed at that. I should have stopped the match immediately. When I noticed something was off, I apologize for that. Uh, 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 uh. This was a real medical emergency. How the ref got there is the question, but there's no doubt the levels of chaos the segment reached was not intentional on the promotion's part. Let's see. Wrestler Clayton Bloodstone told told Fightful, they planned a blade spot, but Hannibal took it much further. I guess the ref's blade wasn't working, and Hannibal began stabbing him in the head multiple times. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The ref went immediately to the hospital. We all thought he was going to die. Many of the guys in the back were visibly shaken from it. Hannibal gave zero fucks. He acted like it wasn't a big deal. He was in his RV pretty much the whole time before his match. The ref that refed his match believed he was intoxicated and warned Carlito, who was working with Hannibal, be careful and end the match ASAP. All fucking awful. World-class pro wrestling CEO Jerry Bostic posted a statement on Facebook condemning Nicholson and vowing never to hire him again. GoFundMe's been made for the ref. To pay for medical expenses because yeah again part of why i like the independent shit is that it really reminds me of stand-up comedy of just like this weird shit that's going on these guys aren't making a lot of money they're doing it for the love trying to work their way up so i don't know it doesn't say anything if the guy has been arrested or not of this hannibal dude from what i can tell hannibal is a uh is a is a luchador Meaning that he wears a mask. Huh. I mean, I've seen some weird shit, you know, dudes hit with uh, fluorescent light bulbs thrown through barbed wire and tables. I mean, they clearly that's all part of the match. I've never really seen a ref get assaulted. Usually referees are dudes who would want to be wrestlers and, and they're trying to maybe work their way into it. Or they're guys who maybe used to fucking uh, be a wrestler and they're kind of getting out of it. Oh. So they're kind of like in the know. Oh, no good. None of it's good. I wish I there was some video of it. I'm not finding any links. There might be a link somewhere of it. Because it can get pretty gnarly. This one, what is it, game-changing wrestler, GCW, I think that's that's the one I went to where every match I saw was like a quote-unquote death match. After a while, when you see too many of these things in a row, you're like, fucking Christ, it's too much. It loses its, uh, its uh, the shock value of it when everything is the same. So I'd encourage all of you to go check out some independent wrestling, I'm telling you. It's entertaining stuff, usually. But do a little research. Some are going to be more family-friendly than others. Some will be a little more 
blood oriented, but it's a good time. I dig it a whole lot. So, all right, everybody, that's it. I am done for the evening. I appreciate you guys tuning in, giving it a listen, listening to this fucking asshole talk about nothing. I do appreciate it. If you guys like this shit, as I mentioned, please subscribe to the Patreon. Just five bucks a month. Not too bad. It's just one ice mocha mocha. One less ice mocha mocha in your life going to your boy right here to help him pay for his goddamn medical expenses. I don't have a GoFundMe. <laughs> I don't want to GoFundMe. I'd rather just fucking try to give you guys some shit and you pay me. And there we go. But if you guys can go like our Facebook page, go like the Twitter page, that would be awesome. And then if you guys can do these three things for me, that'd be great. My buddy, uh, John Midgley, he's a magician, he's a social worker, and um, I don't know if you guys knew this or not, he was a, what is it, a cut man? Is that the word? He was a cut man. So he wasn't professional wrestling, he did pro, uh, boxing. He was a cut man in boxing. He'd go on there, and uh, when a dude would come in between uh, rounds, and uh, maybe he had a swollen eye or a swollen cheek, He'd cut him to kind of reduce the swelling. He was a cut man. Bring in the spit bucket, that's what he did. But he's got a page for his uh, his magic shit on Facebook. Magic JBM, John Badass Midgley. So if you like magic, and we all do, go check it out. Magic JBM. Then we got the Sunday Slaw. That's Adam and Stephanie House. They eat coleslaw. They do Facebook Lives of themselves eating coleslaw. It's good shit, everybody. So go like their page on Facebook, The Sunday Slaw. And uh, when they get to 300 likes, I think they're at 276. They need 24 more likes. When they get to 300, they're going to make a donation to a charity. So if you haven't already, go be one of the 24 and help them get to that uh, that milestone. And that'll be a good thing, right? Uh, the Sunday Slaw. And then last, but certainly not least, we got another episode podcast. That is a podcast about old movies, because it's uh, Matt Harper and Mandy Elaine. They talk about movies that shaped their childhood. So these are movies that are good 20 years old or older, so they're old movies. Don't have to worry about spoilers, because you've probably already seen the movie, you've heard about the movie. There you go. Every Wednesday they drop new episodes, and uh, this coming Wednesday, because it's December, they're going to be talking about Christmas movies, and it's going to be one of my uh, all-time favorites. It's A Wonderful Life. I believe that is the one. Jimmy Stewart, I love that fucking movie. Legitimately, it is probably my favorite Christmas movie of all time. So uh, if you can like their podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and you can follow them on your favorite podcast platform. So do those three things for me. Uh, go check out my Macari page if you would like. Buy a jersey for me. I got all sorts of sports jerseys. If uh, if you can't find my my wall, I'm, I, don't, I guess you Google Stu McAllister on Macari or search Stu McAllister on Macari. If you can't find it, get a hold of me. I'll send you a link to it. Maybe I have something you'd like. Who knows? Uh, the Patreon. If you guys would like a Christmas card... Give me your address. I'll send you a Christmas card. I got plenty left, everybody. It's been a weird year. I guess people are not down with Christmas cards. But I got plenty left. Give me your address and you'll get a Christmas card. And, uh, okay, everybody, that's it. A lot of 
rambling today, but I'm telling you guys were great. I'm going to go try and find a new job. I will be back tomorrow for the Patreon. Otherwise, I'll see you on Thursday for the next freebie. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a good evening. We'll see you. Goodbye. Okay,